0: If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations Podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. I recently made a mistake. And how my employees responded to it had everything to do with how I handled it and vice versa. How I handled it had everything to do with how my employees responded to it. There's a certain timeliness to this episode with so many people going back to the office. Mistakes will be made. Leaders will make mistakes about the transition, about when things don't work and go wrong. Very, very wrong. Heck, even when things go right, leaders will make mistakes. I'll come back to that a little bit later in the episode. But first, let me tell you about my mistake. Let me tell you about what happened. You see, I was going to be traveling and in preparation for my trip, I put some of the files that my staff needed in one of the Dropbox folders that I share with them. Or so I thought, (laughs) but I'm getting ahead of myself. I was going away for an extra long weekend, a Thursday through the following Monday, with my family. This was going to be a test of some operating procedures that would be needed later when I would be taking even longer trips. So I was excited and, quite frankly, a little bit apprehensive to see how it would all go. I knew there would be some tweaks and some fine-tuning, but I really didn't think anything was going to go horribly wrong. Well, when the time came for one of my employees to have acted upon something and edited a file so that the next employee could do their job, well, nothing happened. And I started getting emails and Slack messages along the lines of, where are the files that I need to do my job? Now, when I traced it back to the person who had done nothing, well, it seemed very out of character for this person to not be getting their job done. So I was worried and a little bit frustrated. Now, there's some additional context that I think you should know. I was using a new tablet computer while traveling rather than bringing along my somewhat heavy laptop. And I was in the airport trying to get home from this trip when the messages all started flooding in. I was checking in with people as best I could, given that my flight was about to take off. And as I mentioned, I was traveling with my family which comes with its own set of distractions, not leaving a child behind is a real concern. I'm telling you. So I'm juggling. I'm trying to troubleshoot the problem. I'm juggling my family. I'm trying to make sure we don't miss our call to board the plane. And I'm thinking that everything is exactly where I thought I put it in Dropbox. And to be helpful... I'm trying to check on my tablet computer for the files to see if I could send them from the airport. But then I remembered that the files in question were uploaded to Dropbox before I left on the trip. Uploaded from my laptop computer that is sitting home on my desk. But I'm also at this point convinced that the files are exactly where I'm supposed to be. So I'm trying to find nice ways for people to work together and help each other out to find the files. (laughs) Well, you guessed it, the files that I did not upload to the right place. All of the best collaboration and goodwill in the world would not have helped these two employees find what they were looking for. But, of course, I didn't know that at the time, and I kept sending what I thought were generally encouraging and upbeat messages. Well, behind the scenes, I was growing increasingly frustrated frustrated that they couldn't find what they needed, frustrated that I couldn't help, frustrated because I thought they were wrong, frustrated because our flight was about to leave, frustrated because employees would have downtime, frustrated because the deliverables wouldn't be done in time, and so much more. It took until the morning after my flight landed back in Minneapolis for me to fully understand what had actually happened. It wasn't the new tablet computer. It wasn't that people couldn't find the files. It was me. Prior to leaving on this extra long weekend, I uploaded some, but not all, of what was needed for everyone to get their job done. In my own haste and hurry, I skipped a step. A very important step. I didn't put everything in its rightful place. And I didn't realize that I didn't put everything in its rightful place. Now, it would have been reasonably easy for me to gloss over my own mistake and just say, well, whatever went wrong went wrong and we'll get it right next time. I could have also very easily blamed that new tablet computer But I actually didn't want anyone on my team to think that they had done anything wrong when it really was me who made the mistake. And I also didn't want to blame an inanimate object, a computer, for the mistake. It really was me. So I did what I would want you or any other leader to do. I owned it. I connected with both of my team members and I let them know exactly what happened and that it was 100% my fault. I owned it, and I made a plan to revise our process so that it wouldn't happen again. And then that's what I did. But that's really only half the story. The second half is how they responded. One of my employees shared that it was a powerful leadership lesson to see me own my own mistake. To see me make a mistake, acknowledge what happened, own it, take full 100% responsibility for it, and be entirely transparent and appropriately apologetic about what had happened. Now, this person shared that not every leader that they've ever worked with has handled things that way, and that I easily could have glossed over it or slipped it under the rug but that me taking responsibility for it, being humble in the face of my own screw-up really left a lasting impression. And it does because as leaders, we're human. Again, wherever we're leading from on that organizational chart, we are still human (laughs) and we are going to make mistakes. So the more transparently we can own those mistakes, the more help we can get in fixing those mistakes and quite frankly, the less likely we are going to be to make the same mistakes twice or three times or four times because in talking about it and in sharing it, it puts it out into the world. It takes the shame away from it and it gets us into our critical thinking mind so that we can do our best problem solving and troubleshooting and prevent it from happening again. Now, in addition Another employee shared that they had had a very stressful and distracting situation of their own going on, something that was completely outside of work and that that was also in the mix. Now they claimed that they might've been able to see this mistake coming a little bit sooner had they not been distracted by their own set of concerns. And while that may be true, they don't need to necessarily worry about that. I think the important piece though is that I don't think I would have heard about what was going on outside of work in that particular person's situation if I hadn't brought my own full honesty and vulnerability to the table and owned my own mistake. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now back to the show. Now I'm sharing this story in this episode right now for two different reasons. The first is mistakes happen. Leadership is not about avoiding mistakes. Leadership is not about not making mistakes because mistakes will happen no matter what. No matter how good the leader, no matter how bad the leader, mistakes will happen. Leadership, true leadership, is about taking responsibility when those mistakes do happen. It's about ownership. You have to own when things go wrong, just as much as when things go right, maybe even more so. Leaders have to have a certain sense of humility. They have to remember their own humanity and they have to acknowledge and share when things go wrong. They have to remember that there are valuable leadership lessons, valuable organizational lessons, valuable productivity lessons, anytime there is a mistake. And if a leader doesn't share that mistake, the leader is depriving the rest of the team from learning from that mistake. Now that my team saw that mistake, we all learned from it together, I'm much less likely to make that same mistake because we've talked about it and because they also know to look for a few things. There could be a few telling indicators if I were to make that mistake again, and I bet they would catch them this time around. Not that it's their responsibility to catch them, but they very likely would catch them and help me be on track and help me avoid making that mistake. So mistakes happen and leaders need to be transparent about those mistakes for their own benefit, for the organization's benefit, and for their team members' benefit as well. Now, I shared this for a second reason as well that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Many organizations are beginning to return to office. And as they return to office and repopulate the office in much larger capacity, leaders are going to make mistakes. They're going to make some big mistakes. They're going to make some small mistakes and some medium mistakes. They're going to make operational mistakes. They're going to get it wrong sometimes as it relates to creating the product, delivering the service, getting the right people in the right place at the right time. They're going to make logistical mistakes, mistakes that have to do with supply chain, mistakes that have to do with parking, mistakes that have to do with the commercial real estate that they inhabit. Leaders are also going to make mistakes that have to do with the organization's culture. They're going to forget that many new people were hired during the pandemic who've never been in the building before. They're going to forget many things and make all kinds of mistakes. It's not the mistakes that will define them as leaders. It's how they handle the mistakes that will have the biggest impact on our understanding of who they are as leaders. Will they take responsibility for their mistakes? Will they be authentic and transparent about those mistakes? Will they be humble? Will they admit their humanity in the face of those mistakes? Or will they pass the buck and let the mistake slide or worse yet, blame someone else? So how leaders handle mistakes will make for defining moments in their leadership journey. But I also want to note that how you handle a leader's mistake, think back to how my team members handled my mistake, how you handle your leader's mistakes will say a lot about you. And sometimes you might be on the painful receiving end of those mistakes. But how you handle those mistakes absolutely will matter too. It will matter in terms of defining you as a leader from wherever you are on the organizational chart. Will you acknowledge your leader's humanity when they make a mistake? Will you give them the space from which to recover from that mistake? Will you help implement the lessons that are learned from that mistake across the organization? For you, too, how you handle someone else's mistake can be a defining moment. Now, in the media and in politics and really all over the world and in all different kinds of organizations, we unfortunately get the opportunity to see leaders who make mistakes. And we get to see leaders who don't take responsibility for those mistakes, who don't admit those mistakes and missteps. Some of those leaders sweep the mistakes under the rug and doing so does not make someone a better leader. Owning the mistakes, being humble about them, and putting the best minds in your organization together to try to fix them and understand the underlying processes that allowed those mistakes to occur in the first place, that is the real work of leadership. Those are the defining moments of leaders. So The next time you see that sort of leadership, the sort of leadership when a leader makes a mistake, takes 100% responsibility for it, owns it, is transparent about it, and sets about writing that mistake, let the leader know that you see them taking responsibility, that you see their transparency, and that, most importantly, you see that as part of their leadership. You acknowledge that all of that demonstrates their leadership and you acknowledging it to them absolutely demonstrates your leadership as well. Hmm. So here we have it. Mistakes will be made. Again, I'm sharing today just the one mistake. Oh my gosh. I have a huge catalog of mistakes that I've made learning the lessons from those mistakes, again, it strengthens our leadership muscle. So strengthen your own leadership muscle when you make the mistakes. And again, when you see somebody recover from a mistake, whether that's a graceful recovery or a less than graceful recovery, as long as they're being transparent and open about it, as long as they're being humble in the face of their own humanity, acknowledging that again, demonstrates your leadership. Now, before I go, I've got a quick favor to ask, and it's an important one. I'm trying to get my podcast into the ears of as many listeners as possible. I've got some big goals for this podcast, and I need your help. Please rate this podcast on the platform where you download podcasts and listen to podcasts. I do hope you'll give me five stars and say a few words about what you like about the podcast that will help me reach more people. And I thank you in advance for taking action on it. Until next time, my friends, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson and this is Working Conversations.